Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show Live. I am Joe Mobley, your host. And if you're new to the show, this is where we're all about being an uncloseted conservative, which I define as being able to share your thoughts, your opinions, and your beliefs, regardless of the situation, the circumstance, or the potential consequences. So tonight, we've got an awesome show for you. Uh, we've got uh, Demis Christophe, longtime friend of the show, co-host. You guys know him. You love him. And we also have Melissa Markutsis, um, who is just kicking butt and taking names in Kenosha Unified School District in the now famous Kenosha, Wisconsin. So we've got all that and more in just a moment. So I did get a comment. It was really interesting. And I wanted to take a moment to go into it because uh, the, the comment was from a viewer who was asking, you know, it's interesting they asked this because I don't really advocate like I'm a Republican. Um, it is an important difference to me and to many to say an conservative. I'm conservative. Yes. When I vote, my my voter registration has that little R. I'm a registered Republican in Virginia. Um, that's because you cannot register political ideological beliefs, um, of which there are many more than just liberal or conservative. There's uh, libertarianism is a classification of political ideology. Um, there's all kinds, but... Um, Congressman Mike Johnson has a really good core principles of conservatism. Uh, uh, so good that I wanted to show it to you all. Um, there are some nuances even in his uh, kind of belief statements here on his website um, that I differ on. Uh, but it's not there. There is a such thing as a rhino. Um, there is a such thing as Republican to name only politicians that say that they're conservative but they will spend 10x what GDP is. That's not conservative at all. Um, so I did, I did want to say I am not out here championing the Republican Party. I could give two craps about the Republican Party, and uh, I know many others feel the same. Uh, I, I'm a conservative. I'm a constitutional conservative. You guys know you've been watching for a year now. Um, I used to have the Declaration and the Constitution over my shoulders, and they're now in my work office because I'm back in office because I left my totalitarian uh, consulting job for a freedom-loving job <laughs> in a nice company. Um, but individual freedom, that's, that's number one. A person is an autonomous being, and we, we can choose to some extent who we're accountable to. Uh, many conservatives are religious conservatives um, that are Christians, um, but even so, Mormon, Jehovah's Witness, all, all of these different uh, kind of Judeo-Christian uh, spinoffs. Um, but we, we believe that our rights are natural rights. We don't believe that the First Amendment gives us the right to speech or gives us the right to practice religion, but it acknowledges that this is a right that naturally exists that cannot be taken away. We don't believe that the Second Amendment, which isn't truly, truly about guns, it's about the right to self-preservation. It's about the right to meet force with force. We don't believe that the Second Amendment allows us to carry guns or allows us 
to attack someone who's attacking us, launch a counterattack. We believe that the Second Amendment acknowledges the natural right to protect your life, your interests, your loved ones, limited government. We're not going to go through all seven of these, um, but limited government is huge. It has nothing to do with the size of the government, whether the government's 100 bureaucrats or 100,000 bureaucrats. It has to do with the scope and breadth and depth of the government's power. Washington said it, the benign influence of good laws under a good government. That means we're not having a daily interaction with the government. I'm not supposed to feel the government's heavy hand on my back day in and day out. It's supposed to be a benign government that actually is more outward facing, projecting power into the world, which is this peace through strength piece here, projecting power into the world to let the wolves at the gate know you cannot come in here and, and mess with this flock. Obviously, we believe in rule of law. Fiscal responsibility, super simple. You can look up the old bald white man, Dave Ramsey. He's my favorite. I mention him every day. But you spend less than you make. You give money, you save money, and you spend money. And you never give more. You can't possibly save more. And you don't spend more than you make. Super simple. It's, it's basic math. You got $10. You can only spend $10, not a penny more. Uh, we believe in free markets. And, you know, being true to myself, there were a lot of things that I disagreed with President Trump on as they related to free markets, particularly some foreign policies. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe that you can tell an American that they can or can't do business in a country unless it's truly, um, you know, an embargo nation. And human dignity. Obviously, most conservatives are pro-life. I've met a handful that aren't. Uh, it's exceedingly rare and super weird. Uh, so that's why it's uncloseted conservative. That's the hashtag. That's what the merchandise says. It's not about the GOP. There, I said it. All right, so let's get into the episode with our guest. We've got Melissa Markutsis. I hope I said that right. And Demis Christophe, host of the Immigrant Corner. Guys, how are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks good, so much good. for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Demis, man, are you still pretending to be sick? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I get away from the chores. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take yeah, out the trash. Oh, dinner. I uh, wash the dishes. I can't do anything anymore. So, cat's out of the bag now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, I, it, it lasts a little bit longer than I, I like it to, but whatever. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Everyone's getting it. It's almost like, it's almost like you could say a coronavirus is analogous to a common cold. It's uh, fluorona, bro. Come on. Fluorona. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So Melissa, you're you're new to this show. So tell us about yourself. Tell the guests who you are and what you got going on. Yes. Um, actually, I am a mom of two and a wife out in Kenosha, Ooh. Wisconsin. <laughs> I have a son who's a senior and I have a daughter who is in fourth grade. Um, and I am fighting back against these unconstitutional mask mandates in our schools for our children. Um, yeah, basically, I'm not having it, and I'm going to do everything in my power to get these kids out of their masks and to be able to breathe freely and help their emotional, mental, mental, physical well-being and state. And this is this is my mission. This is what I'm doing. 
All right. So for those of you who missed it in the beginning, uh, she is fighting this fight in the now famous Kenosha, Wisconsin, dealing with the Kenosha Unified School District. And the the ask is pretty simple here. Let the kids not wear masks if they don't want to wear masks. If they want to wear one or two or five or 14 masks, put masks in their backpacks and on their knees and on their shoes and elbow mask pads, whatever. Let them do that, but don't force it on to everyone else. When you, so you sent a letter, you, you sent, you know, something pretty benign, a letter to the school district. What happened from that point on? Um, well, actually what happened was, is, um, you know, school was supposed to be a better back year. My kids have been home since March of 2020 because of COVID, not because I'm afraid of it, but because I'm totally against the uh, way that they treat our kids. I feel like it's abuse. So I don't want my kids part of it. They were supposed to be able to go back to school with an option to wear a mask. And right before school started, they took that option away and they made them mandatory again. Um, right then and there, I knew we needed to get a lawyer and we needed to proceed in a fight because they're playing games. I saw right through them. I'm not going to tolerate it. Time is of the essence. I feel like every day a child wears a mask, more and more harm is done to them. So I wanted to start this process right away. Um, and we hired an attorney. I raised funds who issued an investigation um, and sent our school board a demand letter. And I think that's the letter that you're talking about, Joe. Um, they, um, what I had to do is because we had so many parents who initially felt the same way I did. I started a petition. We had hundreds of them on there with us, um, other parents as, as well as myself. And I wanted to do a class action lawsuit, but could not find an attorney who was willing to represent us as a class action lawsuit. I found an attorney who completely wasted my time, had to go elsewhere and find a different one who advised us that we needed to pick one candidate who was the best um, representation for us all as a whole. So I chose a local pastor whose own religious exemptions for his children were denied, um, if you can believe that. And they did this investigation, the attorneys, and they found that Kenosha Unified School District is in violation of many things, federal laws, Wisconsin state statutes, legislative, legislative laws, um, FDA violations, constitutional rights for the parents, as well as the children. And we let them know, hey, you're in violation of all these things. Um, they had two weeks to respond to this letter and they completely ignored us. I even sent them all an email. In addition to this, I left messages for them, telling them, urging them, please don't let us go through with an actual lawsuit make masks optional for all kids. That's what our letter stated. We just want masks to be optional. We want it to be up to the parent and the student if they would like to wear a mask and not to be forced to do to do so. And uh, they ignored us. So our attorney told us that what we had to do is then move forward with a federal lawsuit, which is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So they they didn't even respond. They just completely ignored you. I have to say that I know the feeling. Uh, I'm suing uh, A.G. Garland, and uh, for the longest, he just ignored us. <laughs> and um, We've finally gotten one response, which is kind of lackluster. <laughs> you know, this is going on all over the country, and I'm sure you've heard of Ian Pryor and Fight for Schools, and that's, that's how Demis and I met. Uh, yeah. But... Honestly, I've seen you in the media. I've seen other parents in the media. And I think one of the through lines is just telling parents 
the sovereign in the United States is we the people, is the, the people of the United States, not the government, um, but just the actual authority. It's a nation of laws, but the people put the law into motion. The people put the government into motion. Um, so it's super weird. It's language we don't use anymore. Um, but the sovereign in the United States is the citizen, the individual, and then the, the group of people, um, which you don't want to say collective because like AOC and the squad, they get confused and they're like, the collective, we knew it. It's like, no, 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 like citizens broadly. That's why we, the people is capitalized. It's like, it's a thing. So one of the through lines here is parents. Go and stand up to your school board. Go and stand up to your principals, to your administrators and your superintendents and tell them, like, these are my kids. My kids are homeschooled, super blessed, super lucky that my wife was willing to homeschool. Uh, not because of COVID. Truly, truly, we were always going to homeschool. Um, but, man, we're, we're thankful that we do now. But... I know that you probably understand this. This is just a testing ground for them. If we can make you make your kids do this, mm -hmm. then we'll maybe try this. Maybe we'll try experimental, you know, gene therapies, or maybe we'll try. They're trying. They're trying, They're trying to get the clinics into the schools. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've even heard stories. And now I read these things online. It's very difficult to tell if it's true or not. Um, I, I've seen a thing or two about kids getting injected with things at school by like school nurses or whatever. And it's just so sad that education has gotten this way. Um, since you've been paying attention to the schools, since you've been, you know, I'm sure you're coming through documents, you're, I'm sure that you're for lack of a better term, like on their butts about everything. What what else have you learned? What have you uncovered? What's the environment like there um, with schools? And and how is that important to, because everyone everywhere is watching this, especially, you know, they're watching the schools in Virginia. Um, they're watching the schools in Kenosha. Definitely watching the more radical schools in California and New York City. Um, so what, what have you learned and what advice do you have for parents that want to start movements? Because that's what's happening is movements all over the country. Yeah, well, definitely. Um, my advice is, first of all, you cannot give up because it's a hard, hard fight. You're going to have to put in a lot of work, a lot of effort, but it, it will be worth it in the end. Um, second, you're going to have people who are against you. You're going to have people that are for you. And then you're going to have those that are in between who are playing both sides of the fence. So you got to be careful who you entrust your information with, because some of them aren't on your side and they pretend to be. Um, also, you know, these schools across the entire country have been paid to do this to our students, to our children. They have been paid um, this COVID relief money and um, it goes towards them proving that they are masking our children, that they're making them test, that they're making them get the vaccines, all this. And the more compliance that they prove that they're in, the more money they supposedly get. So, this is a, an agenda. This is this is something that they're trying to do. They're trying to overtake our children and they're trying to be in charge of them. I mean, I'm sure that you've heard about these disgusting books that are found in the libraries. I personally oh, I've, I've seen a few. I've found them in my children's libraries. I've found them. 
for my child to be able to check out. And I confronted head of school with this as well. And I was like, how can you guys allow this to be in the libraries? And my, the, the response that I got from them was, well, it had great reviews. These, these books have great reviews. I'm like, I don't care about the reviews. Oh, I said, these are children us. reading the books. You do not put porn. You do not put homosexuality. You do not make comics out of them. Transgender, everything. This is not what children are supposed to be learning and reading about in school. And then I was also told that they are part of like a digital database that they automatically upload every year. And a bunch of schools in the entire nation get it. I don't know if it's the same throughout the whole country, but... Um, our libraries spend over a million dollars a year to fund the libraries with new material, yet nobody is accountable for reading those books or reviewing them before they're allowed to be given to our children to have access to. It's completely ridiculous. Uh, this is why I'm trying to get my kids out of the system as well. Um, in addition to that, you know, our school board is so in fear over the parents who are against them that they won't even let us speak. So the parents that won't wear a mask can't even go to the meetings anymore. They allowed us to go to the meetings a little while ago, but you weren't allowed to speak unless you had a mask on. Now you're not even allowed to get into the meetings unless you wear a mask. I haven't worn a mask this this entire two years, and I'm not about to put one on. Um, it To me, it is... Um, degrading. It is very demonic. I, I feel like this is a good versus evil war. And I am not owned and I'm not going to ask permission to breathe. Um, I'm not going to be treated like I'm sick when I'm healthy. And I don't think any of our children should either. So um, it, it's definitely a fight. I mean, you, you got to get parents together who are like-minded like you. You have to speak up and use your voice. Um, I feel like a lot of parents are maybe timid or afraid, especially with this you're a terrorist if you defend your child now, like that the you know the oh, yeah. someone is we're, we're all on the list. All three of us. Yeah. We're on especially me. Dennis is from Iran. You're on the I, list I, twice. I the list. <laughs> I have a big database out there that I'm on my <laughs> pictures everywhere, but I don't care. I don't care about the list that I make it on. I care about freeing our children from slavery and helping them thrive for, the, for their future and breaking them from this, this nightmare. <laughs> really? Melissa, look, um, it's true. A lot of parents are afraid to speak because mm -hmm. of backlash. Uh, they're afraid to speak their mind because of backlash, because um, these people are ruthless. They go for your jobs. They go for all the stuff. They, they go for your, um, uh, they, they'll try to expose you any way possible. Mm -hmm. But you got to show them that you are ruthless. Mm -hmm. Okay? As soon as they see fear, they're going to eat you up alive. Oh, I know. Okay? Uh, when I first approached these people, I had it. I had enough. I did not care about backlash. Um... I did not care who was going to talk crap. I didn't. I honestly did not care. Um, only because I know where I stand. Because I didn't go in there with a different tone, with a different attitude. I went in there as myself. Because that's how I am at work. I, I'm a very blunt person. Respectful, but blunt. I do 
say what's on my mind. Um, at the same time, I am I, again. I say it. I am respectful. Um, and I do take criticism. I welcome it. But that by itself shows that I have no fear of backlash. Mm-hmm. I don't care what other people say. I truly, honestly, don't care. And parents, <coughs> excuse me, and parents should feel the same way. Don't care what others say. Your children are your children. It's not their children. Opinionated people who constantly talk crap about other parents of how they're raising their children are the problem. And then why do we even care about those people? <coughs> so, I'm walking around giant or, with my MAGA hat on, and someone's like, "You're a terrible dad." Or, or the people, or the what? people who have no kids, but they have so much opinion about parents. Oh my god! Those get under my skin. Don't even get me started. Okay. So, uh, for for the group of parents that you deal with and you talk to daily, give them this message, please. Tell them don't be scared of the backlash. Tell them, speak your mind, and if you get backlash, speak even louder until they shut up. Feed them their own medicine. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you could do it, and that's how I've been doing it. I don't care if I lose a few friends because of this. Because if they are true friends, they would not mind the way I speak my mind because I don't mind the way they speak their mind. Right? True friends don't care about how you politically align because your friendship was not based on politics to start off with. Especially, you know, the people that who were your long-term friends. So when it comes down to these school board meetings, when it comes down to these policies... We got to play their game, but we got to play it better. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Joe and I have been... We, I don't think him and I have worn a single mask anytime we go in there. I don't wear a mask. I honestly... Like, if they tell me... You know, wear, you get, like, this confident Arab, like, air about you after I, a while. I, honestly, people, you go say, into the city you council... Like they the city admin to buildings on to walk in. I was like, all right. I put my yeah. hand in my pocket. I just walk in. As if I, I, even, <laughs> I, I had to go get my concealed weapons permit uh, renewed. I walk into the admin building, went through the little screening. Nobody even said anything to me. They're just like, this guy's not effing around. But my wife went like the next day and they asked her about the mask. And this is the true test. And I actually, I'll be honest, everyone knows I don't wear a mask. But there, there's two places that they can really like federally like jack you up. One of those places, the Pentagon. So when I had to, you know, you got to go there. You got to do whatever. <clears throat> Haven't gotten a long time. Um, but I went to my TSA pre-check uh, expired, and I walked into the airport two yesterday, two days ago. No mask. I walked in. I talked to a police officer to ask him where the TSA enrollment <laughs> office was. And I walked through the whole airport and the TSA pre-check guy was the first person to be like, where's your mask? And I was like, 
And I had planned to wear a mask into the airport. I'll admit it. I was like, oh, it's the airport. Yeah, they can, they can throw you in jail for 72 hours without even questioning you or telling your wife and family where you are. So I was like, I don't want to play this whole pony show. But I just walked in like, guys, just stop wearing it. Just stop. People will give you nasty looks. But it dies down. Like, Melissa, hasn't it died down a bit? Like people aren't threatening to throw stuff on you anymore. Well, no, but I won't even go anymore to these meetings. One, because I usually do work nights. And two, because I'm not going to even waste my time. Half, They've walked out of the meetings. Like the, the school board has physically gotten up and walked away from these meetings and oh left the parents gosh. there. The first one, when they decided that they were going to make it mandatory again, we had an outpour of parents against the mask and what they wanted us to social distance people? and we wouldn't do it. And they left. Why so did you guys it, recall them? Well, can't you well, guys... you know, we're, we tried. We tried to recall the um, president, and we didn't get enough votes. Um, you need to have a certain number, and it was a couple thousand of right. it. And, you know, there's so many um, indoctrinated parents out here as well that the battle is really hard because the teachers and the school boards and the head of school, they all stick together like that. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the parents who have to find each other who are the opposite side who are trying to stick together as well. So it's a very fine line. I mean, our kids um, are, are virtual right now. The entire district basically is virtual right now because they claim that every school has hit like the 3% thresh mark of people having COVID, kids having COVID. But here's the catch. We just, our kids can't go in person to have an in-person proper education, but they just decided, I believe it was yesterday, that they can gather and do their sports and extracurricular activities while school is not oh, in session. Of course. Sports are How does wow. this make sense? How does, it just goes to show you what a joke this whole entire thing is. And, because because yeah. science Oh, yeah. The science that, you know, where <laughs> that can go. I'm so sick of hearing about the science that's failed us that people are so worshiping. It's disgusting. Um, but yes, that that can go far, far away. Um, but come to find out the teachers right after our winter break, um, the union teachers apparently did a uh, call out where they didn't show up for school. And this is like their protest because they didn't want to have, they wanted us to be in, um, first they tried to get our kids to be all vaccinated in order to be able to be in person again and mm -hmm. have to wear N95 masks that the taxpayers have to pay for. And that got shot to water. And then they decided that, okay, well, we're not going to be able to do that. So we'll make all the parents, the kids go virtual because there's such a number of parents, even against the masks that want their kids in person that will bait and switch their desires now. So now a lot of the parents are switching their focus to, oh, I don't really care anymore about the mask, just as long as my kid goes in and gets an in-person education now, it's okay. So it's like, I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of people to, to see, well, what are you really fighting for here? You're fighting for your child to be back in person and being abused every single day, and you don't really care if they have a mask on anymore or not. That's not what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for the mask to be optional End of story. And if it's not, I, I would rather have my child be virtual because then I know they can breathe. I know they're not being treated like a disease. And I know that there's no psycho trying to vax them without my consent. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. But it's a fine line because it's terrible for our kids. But it's many, so much psychological damage to them. How many, how many signatures were you guys short? 
tried to I don't have that exact number, unfortunately, um, but we did not make the cut and we had to renege. Now, there are people come spring, we um, are having elections and there are a lot of new parents and a lot of new people who are representing and stepping up to run for the board and hopefully get in, you know, place and take these people out. But you know, so, like there's, it's just so, so infiltrated that you never I, know. <laughs> so I, I think, I, th I mean, Kenosha, it's a, it's a tough place to begin with. Uh, but I still think if you guys hold some sort of event, like continuous event mm -hmm. monthly, I would say for the sake of kids, like have kids get together or some, I don't, I don't know the laws in Kenosha as far as a gathering at this point. There you isn't know, any. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah. uh, but I, I would think like um, if you if somebody can organize a monthly event and get the parents involved and just have like an outing at a park or something, mm -hmm. you know, nothing political, just outing. You know, let's get the kids together. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and slowly try to get these parents engaged with the school system. Yeah, there and are we, parents involved. I am not the only one who's there no, are active parents. I, but. I, I get it. The only problem is uh, just because I want those signature numbers to go up. Yeah, I know. I you know. know what I mean? So somebody needs to put some uh, leg uh, legwork in to to get to get these going. Um, I know Loudoun County. Uh, our numbers were 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 not significant but the school board meetings as they got more intense people got more involved mm -hmm. that's definitely and, happening here and this yeah. is what i said so like you have to blow up in their face yeah even if they walk out and that's that's very so... important and like i tell this to everybody we were ground zero we were ground zero. Like I, I found, I found that the more we went in there with more material, with more facts that these people are doing, the things that they're, they're doing to our kids, it's BS. It's not education related. It's right. all indoctrination. It's all ideology. Yeah. The more we keep telling them that, <clears throat> excuse me people will start coming in because as I said, a lot of parents are scared. So the one that says, Oh, I'll just send my kids in as long as they get a in-person education. I'm fine. No, because you just playing in their hand. Right. Okay. So some things will take longer, but parents need to constantly, 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 be like be that annoying fly in their ear. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. I had to I missed a couple of the meetings because I was sick. Mm -hmm. Worst excuse ever. 
I miss some of the meetings because well, our government is so <laughs> our government is so like slick. Like they top they put their meetings on top of each other. So you have to choose if you go to the town council meeting or the school board meeting because they happen at the same time, which is nuts. And we asked them to move the town council meeting and they said that it was inconvenient to the members of council and their schedule, which is important because they are freaking elected officials. It should be, it's inconvenient to constituents. Um, so anyway, I'm not trying to be like using my phone the whole time, but I've gotten a ton of messages and texts to thank you guys. Um, there's something wrong with the rumble feed right now. And I think it was operator error. So I'm sorry. I think I did not <laughs> update the stream key. And I think I left the stream key as last week's stream. So I'll put the show up on Rumble after we're live. Sorry, Rumble. Sorry, everyone that <laughs> texted me or messaged me. Um, you know, inside, inside of the ages here, uh, wrote, it's the mask of the beast. And Melissa, you were talking a little while back, like there's definitely like a spiritual element to this. There's definitely a dehumanizing um, element to this. Um, so do you want to speak into that? <laughs> it's well, yeah. On the show. <laughs> well, yes, I, I think that we are in a spiritual war, a good versus evil war. Um, masks are demonic. People who worship Satan wear masks. Uh in my eyes, to suppress the very breath of life that God has given you to come alive is a sin. And, um, I, you know, I've done research about the Spanish flu pandemic and the leading cause of death during that time, even though it's not necessarily so public, they don't want you to know, was bacterial pneumonia caused by masks. And these kids are wow. now during, I did yeah. not know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and, and Fauci's, Holy you know, he's Christ. aware of this, apparently, and all this stuff. And I mean, it, that's why they're pushing for this, because these older people are very susceptible to becoming very sick. I have this old lady at church who constantly comes in wearing a mask and every week her cough is getting worse and worse. I haven't seen her in the past couple of weeks. And I've been telling, I've been praying because I'm like, oh my God, I hope she's okay. She, she, she's given herself bacterial pneumonia. Like, this is what I truly believe. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I also think that- And the people wearing the same mask too. Right. And you see it hanging in their car from the- the you know the the gear shifter you know, from all the things you can hang in your car or up on the top of the dashboard it's freaking disgusting it is i think i, think I gave myself covid like 15 times <laughs> well, it, it, it did a test um they did like a scientific test uh, a sample of the mask after 20 minutes of a child wearing it and if I were to tell you and show you the Petri dish, I mean, there's Ebola, E. coli, Ebola, everything on it, food poisoning. Um, um, I think it was even, uh, what is it? Um, oh my gosh, what, what's the airborne um, disease? Tuber is it tuberculosis? Yeah, nice. tuberculosis okay. is airborne. Okay, so you guys, tuberculosis has been around for hundreds of years. It is airborne, okay? And it kills 1.5 million people every single year, but none of us have ever worn a mask for it or have been afraid of the person next to us or have social distance from it. So it I'm, just goes to show you, it's just bull. I am going to be hosting a mask burning party. <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> That's actually good because you've seen the memes on the internet, but the I mask will. is the new cigarette. There is mask trash everywhere. And you know what? Mask burning party. 
If we're going to get in the political ideology, guys, liberals, these are your masks. You know why? Because I don't have one. (laughs) Melissa doesn't have one. All of these masks all over the streets, they're your stupid masks. Yeah, and they should be in biohazard bins if it's so deadly. They shouldn't be on the streets where everyone can just get the disease and die from it, right? Look, look. I want to also point out that I really believe that the China virus is communism, okay? Communism. You're owned. You're silenced. You don't have a voice. You are showing that you are owned right now and being manipulated. And I, that's not me. That That is not what a child of God is supposed to do. I will walk and I will never be afraid of a virus as long as I live. I don't care. Um, and and it, it saddens me that so many people live in fear. That's the thing. This whole thing is a fear tactic because people are controllable when they are fearful. And that's why people are rushing out to go get the vaccines. That's why people are masking their kids. That's why so many parents are adamant, not only that their child wears a mask and get vaccinated, but also they want mine to as well. And they've lost all sense of reality. And it, it it's just sickening. It really, really is. And it's very, very sad, but it's psychosis. They're, they're nuts. They're completely crazy. Look. Look, Joe knows. I, I say it's he knows. I keep saying this all the time with almost every guest that we have. Propaganda. Oh, yeah. oh the propaganda is so strong. It's <laughs> propaganda. So strong. And yeah. the problem is Americans are not familiar with how propaganda works. This is why they're so easily manipulated. So but they're they're full of it too. Like the propaganda is oh, like, like the propaganda is like the posted's blue. I mean, no, it's, it's pink. It's, like like, the, it's clearly pink. It's like it's like the depression pill commercial. Once the commercial is done, then the side effect part comes in, <laughs> which right? is worse than any. Oh, the side gosh. effect part comes in, which is more severe than the depression you have because the side effect gives you worse depression. Right. It's funny when the they say it all fast, have, right? This pill might cause da 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 right. death. <laughs> so, so imagine, imagine uh, these these companies who, who uh, these these marketing companies who who put these commercials together, right? Marketing companies are all about human behavior, right? They study this. This is this is part of marketing. Marketing is one hundred percent based on human reaction, right? What can I do to that person to get them to react to this commercial for them to buy the product? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all these people, they have people that study behavior. So what triggers behavior? Propaganda. Commercial is propaganda, regardless of how you look at it, right? The way they construct uh, uh, car commercials, the way they construct uh, food commercials, the way they construct any commercial has to do with human behavior. Now, you don't need to be a psychologist to understand this, because if you grow up in a society that you have billboards and you have all this stuff constantly in your face, but you don't really see what's happening... It's virtue signaling, right? So before it was cigarettes. So Marble used to make all these uh, billboards about cigarettes, cowboys, you know, whips. <clears throat> then you had alcohol commercials in magazines and all that stuff. So now things have shifted. 
because now you have the media, you have radio stations, you have um, Hollywood, you have X, Y, and Z pushing the same message. So the machine has expanded beyond its existence, right? It's well-oiled, it's well-fueled, and it's not showing any sign of slowing down. It just what keeps it, ramping up. It, it ramp, it's ramping up. It's updating. It's upgrading. Right? So it's becoming more and more efficient. And the more efficient it becomes, the more people it can tr- uh, attract. And that's the problem. Right? The pro- the, that's, the, that's the issue that we are facing is majority are falling for the propaganda. The fear tactics. The, they're the deceived. Fear tactics. Yeah, they're so, completely deceived. So, you know, you scare people, you're done. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Russians did studies on this. <clears> and it's <throat> like, you, you do that I mean, fear porn for like a good six weeks and everyone is hook, line, and sinker. They'll, they'll do whatever you say, you know, two plus two is five. Which also Wooptivis will say two plus two is five too. So it's kind of confusing. Uh, but Melissa, you, you've got some fans. Amber says, keep up the good fight. Uh, see, she's kids. one of my moms. She's one yes. of the moms fighting with me. So yes, thank awesome. you, Amber. God bless you. Thank you. She's definitely right on the front lines fighting this fight with me. She's a huge voice. I mean, I'm banned basically on almost every platform. Um, Right now I'm on another 30-day ban on Facebook. So she is a voice for me um, with some other moms who can spread the awareness about um, what we're doing and our cause and stuff like that. Because without without people like that, without moms helping me, I'm doomed because – I, you can't even tag me on Instagram. I mean, I just got off of a Twitter band. It's ridiculous. So, um, but I wanted to point out that this whole virtual signaling thing too, it is disgusting because people are portraying it as, well, I'm doing this for you. No, you're not. If you were doing this for me, you wouldn't treat me like I'm a disease and, you know, like wouldn't ask me to be a part of your crazy lunatic, you know, <laughs> fiasco. Um, and and the, the best scenario that I can come up with was when people are like, well, you're so selfish that you won't wear a mask for somebody else and this, that, and the other. I'm like, you know what? When all of the smokers quit smoking because their smoke can give me cancer, secondhand smoke, come and talk to me. And then we'll have a discussion about me wearing a mask to cover my face and stop breathing oxygen. Okay. If you really want to piss them off, this is what I say, (laughs) Uh, because they're so put off by this and they, I, I tell them, if you carry a firearm, I'll wear a mask. And because, you know, just a safe assumption that most people who are wearing masks are, I don't want to call them Unless they're going to rob cowards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And they're and they Another thing, off. though, with this whole, this whole mask thing is that human trafficking, it's so much easier mm-hmm. for them to abduct children. I mean, think about this. You're, if your child is going to school that teacher has never seen your child's face, the whole entire face. If at recess or something, your child disappears, how are they going to describe your child to the police officer? They're not going to be able to. And I mean, it's happened. I had um, a friend when I was growing up, this happened to her and I'm pretty old. (laughs) She was in a, a mall and she was abducted. They took her into the bathroom. They cut her blonde hair off, made her look like a boy, put a baseball cap over her and a different color shirt and walked right out with her. So like it's happening more and more 
especially with people getting away with wearing masks, the people who are abducting the people and the people who children who are wearing them. So it's just very, very bad. I want it to end. Yeah, it's freaking out, right, Jess? Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff for people to do. Some of you, some of you fans out there, low budget fans, that's okay. There's a place for you here. Uh, you can follow Melissa on Twitter in between her suspensions. Um, and as her accounts get nuked and, you know, she has to start other accounts to help build this one back up. She is at Magic Man. I almost said Magic Mike. <laughs> she's, that would have been okay too. She's at Magic Man zero three one six. Um, so that's that's the low budget ask. Okay, come on this journey with us. The low budget ask is to click follow on Twitter. The links are below wherever you are watching this. I promise. Here's more of a budget ask. They are filing lawsuits. They are fighting the fight. Melissa, Amber here in the chat. These guys, everyone in the arena right now are women because guys, the, the someone just chopped them off. We're all at home, scared, afraid to lose our jobs, afraid to lose this. Be afraid to lose your freaking country, geniuses. Um, so since the women are fighting all the fight, they're fighting in the courts, they're fighting in the town halls, they're fighting in the school board meetings. That cost money. Um, so they are raising money on Give, Send, Go, which is an awesome platform, an awesome way to raise money. And you can go and donate uh, to their campaign. And just forget about this like little goal percentage here. Donate. If you go on there and it says it's full, donate. There will be needs. There will be other things, um, legal fees and stuff like that uh, to pay for. So, you know, it's been 11 hours since the last donation. So we need we need that to keep going. Um, the link to this is below. I know a lot of you, most listeners listen on podcast. So it's super simple to get to it. You can go to givesendgo.com, click in the search bar and type KUSD as in Kenosha Unified School District or Kilo Uniform Sierra Delta for you military types. Hit enter and boom, it shows up right there for you. They've raised 3500 out of the $4,000 goal. I want to see like five, six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 in there um, for you money bag people that just really have money for days and you've gone and you've given 100 or 200 or $1,000 to Melissa's campaign. Then go on over to my website, thejoemobleyshow.com slash shop, where you can get merchandise like the shirt that I'm wearing or America's favorite shirt. I'm going to open it. I'm going to do it. It's that good. <laughs> America's favorite shirt, the Joe Biden one star. Would not recommend, guys, this shirt. If I could sell out, this shirt would be sold out. Uh, <laughs> but it's print on demand. So go ahead and get you some uncloseted conservative gear. I still maintain that my Let's Go Brandon design is best in class because it is. I mean, come on. God, God. Um, yeah. Okay. So follow Melissa Magic Man 0316 <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, donate at Give, Send, Go. Search for KUSD, Kenosha Unified School District of the now infamous Kenosha, Wisconsin. And then go over to thejoemobleshow.com slash shop and buy some merchandise and have a good time. So I needed to make sure that I got that out of the way because I would forget and then we would run out of time. And then I would go <laughs> over time, which I vowed not to do tonight. Um, 
so this is an interesting comment from uh, another bodacious warrior here in Loudoun County, Virginia. But Suzanne says that um, Loudoun County uh, Public Schools, or at least this one, Loudoun Valley, is suspending students for um, not wearing their masks uh, con consistently. No, I can't read. Constantly covering their nose. Um, which is like, you know, we know that's like a sign when, when someone's kind of wearing their mask like this and their nose is, their nose is out. And, uh, well, you know, it's funny that I should grab this if there's a liberal watching. This is called the Constitution of the United States. This is George Washington. This is the flag that should be in your classroom that everyone is lawfully required to pledge allegiance to per the United States Code. Um, so if you actually love your country and are a patriot, you might have this around. I'd literally just reached out my desk to grab something to cover my face. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I feel this is like, you know, the divine here, like, oh yes, this is a good time to, to plug the founding fathers. Um, don't even get me started on the founding fathers. All right. So back <laughs> to KUSD and, and, uh, let's get Suzanne's comment out of there. Guys, we got about 12 minutes left. We kind of talked about, well, I don't even know if it's worth bringing up. It's a whole nother can of worms. No, it's worth it. It's a victory. I'm going to throw it out there. If you've been fired, forcing the early retirement, voluntold to stop coming back from work because of your refusal to comply with the vaccine mandate, you should sue today and you've got some pretty good legal standing because today january 13th 2020 uh the supreme court blocked uh the business vaccine rule so 2022 yeah oh my gosh yeah. did i say 2021 you know you said 2020 2020 dang i'm living in the past <laughs> you know i've not written like this year i've had to write the date a lot yeah. and i've been killing it i've been writing 2022 every time and here i am messing up um, so yeah, uh, so this happened today and basically it's given AOC PTSD because she's that, um, fragile, uh, I heard, I heard liberals are threatening to leave over it, not leave the country. And I'm, I think we should start a give no. send goal for their cause as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh no, not the liberal. I know. <laughs> Please see ya. See ya. <laughs> So for people who were kind of following this, Joe Biden, who said that governing through executive order was totalitarian and evil until he became the executive. And now it's totally kosher, um, has ordered this, that and the other thing to up to and including forced injections. Not even going to say vaccinations, but just injections. You don't know what they're shooting into you. They could be shooting anything. Um <laughs> You know, this is the same government that shot up soldiers with cocaine and LSD and all that stuff. But anyway, I digress. Tried to get OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, to force this rule on American businesses with 100 or more employees, which also caused a strange phenomenon that all big companies all of a sudden only had 99 employees, um, which, you know, that sounds legit. You know, I don't care. We're not auditing. Um OSHA backed out. Many businesses said, no, we're not going to do this. Uh, many federal agencies got so much pushback that they started to ask for exemptions, 
like the Postal Service, who is exempt from this, um, or Congress and all Congress. of their staffers. They don't, this didn't fall under them. What, but what? then OSHA backed out. OSHA was like, we're not doing it. And Biden administration is saying, well, bro, it was Congress and their staff. Yeah. Not Which just is, Congress. This is not 535 people, folks. This it was is Congress and their people. staff. It's freaking huge. Um, well, a six to three ruling. You'd think that this would be the nail in the coffin. This is not going to be on CNN. This is not going to get widespread coverage. They're not about to be like, hey, guys, you don't have to get the vaccine. There's still the propaganda machine is too strong is too far into this thing well peppermint um, patty came out already and she's like we don't care what the supreme court says we still want uh, you to go ahead and do what you want to do with the vaccines with these businesses it's not what you want to do everyone <laughs> and their mom is everyone in the united states can get however many vaccines they want if you want a second a third a fourth booster people crazy people have flown over to israel or flown over to europe to get extra like whatever I mean, Israel's um, on the fourth one already. Yeah. Yeah. You see their, their infection rate is over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If 97% of the nation is vaccinated and 80 something percent of the nation has COVID, now I'm not a doctor or a mathematician, but it sounds like it doesn't work. <laughs> it sounds like it doesn't work, you know? Oh, but because science. Yeah. And that's fourth booster, folks. That's six shots. That's that's my six answer shots. now because science. Yeah, yeah. Hey, me and you can have babies because science. Oh, because science. And Melissa could probably impregnate us. Oh Lord, science. Because you know. science. You know what's funny? This is probably already taken down from YouTube, but it wouldn't <laughs> have gotten taken down because of that last part. That's because totally false <laughs> because science yeah science <laughs> goodness science. gracious it is uh, <sighs> it's, um oh, Kevin i think Barr people should stop listening to the news and stop listening to science and have a conversation with almighty god you might get some truth in that <laughs> the 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 hypocrisy the the, the odyssey the, the, these people think they are so smart and i'm I, I don't i'm not claiming i'm smart i don't claim that um i am knowledgeable i look at common sense material right and math is racist point blank <laughs> because oh. science yeah <laughs> Because science. you could make an argument that math is racist, uh, not because black people can't do it, but because no one can do it like Asians. No one can quite do it like Asians, which includes you, my friend. Look, I'm from an Asian. I, Asia. <laughs> I, I am from an Asian continent, so it is in my blood oh, yeah. <laughs> to do math. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know that that brings me back to 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 our favorite um, person, Joy Reid. <laughs> she she said yesterday, taxing the unvaccinated. Yeah. Hmm. I have to talk about this. 
I'd pay the tax if they stop. Uh, I don't. If they, stop I have to talk about witching because, about it. because if if they're gonna tax the unvaccinated, they need to tax the fat. They need to tax the druggies. They need no, to tax the alcoholics, and they need to tax the homeless, and they need to tax the illegals. <laughs> tax the homeless. <laughs> tax because the all these five put more strain on the health industry than the unvaccinated. All these five. And the economy. And the fact that she's racist. She puts even more strain on the on on the health department. I don't understand how she's still on, on TV. I don't get it. I, right. I, Joe, can you explain to me, please? I can't. How but... the hell how the hell is this <laughs> stupid person still on TV? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I don't understand it. Like for the fact that she confidently came out and said we should tax the unvaccinated. Segregation. The audacity of them. I mean, hey, there. Joe Biden's making segregation great again. There's all black dorms, and which means that there'd be all white dorms, and there's black only spaces at hey, colleges. I'm just waiting to see. Great again. Yeah, I'm just waiting to see. It's not going to say colored. It's going to say African American water fountain or whatever. They're going to be like, yeah, <laughs> this is our fountain. I'm going to be like, you guys, you know what? Never mind. Do your thing. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the time that we have. So quick recap. We're uncloseted conservatives, not Republicans. Could care less about the Republican Party. The thing that I like about the Republican Party is many of the members are conservative, but also hundreds of thousands of the members are not. Um, so that's where we started. Let's see. Kenosha Unified School District. Yeah, my post-it note. People are like, oh, there's questions and scripts. There is not. That was it. I dropped it. But basically, boom, that's all. That's all I get. Um, go to the Give, Send, Go support. Oh, gosh, I have to say it again. Melissa Markutsis. All right. Uh, support her and the movement and, and the, the angry mom army up there. Um, if you're a dad listening to this, consider getting off of your big fat butt and going out and doing something. That would be excellent. Uh, Melissa. You can have the last word. I just want to thank you guys so much for allowing me to share my story and having me on here and spreading awareness. I hope that um, I inspired other parents and to step up, both female and male. We won't segregate here. <laughs> um, and to step up and fight for your children. Burn your masks. Um, I don't recommend the vax. And, uh, you know, stay strong. And God wins this war. Thank you. Awesome. Well, have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you're listening to the restream or the rebroadcast, whatever you call it of this, if you're listening to this on podcast, please like, rate, and review the show. And that's all I got. Thank you. Good night, guys.